0: to go about it write
1: it out and find it myself and there's some stories i can tell you i had to fail had to it's the final word daily I here, here in rajcourt here there's at the lemon tree stories hotel on the balcony at the restaurant you'll be able to hear all the cars flying back i'm back with vish we're here for westfield london or westfield Stratford city i was meant to introduce the sponsor before the guest but hey i value people more than corporations sorry Shin. anyway we're going to go over what we've kind of learned in the last 24 hours. There's been quite a lot of news after the kind of radical test match. Uh, DRS is corrupt. It goes against England. <laughs> uh, ben Stokes is going to bowl. Mate might be about to bowl. Ben Duckett, is he, did he personally breed and build the player that is well It's up for debate. Anyway, I think we're going to start with DRS just because it's a thing that I think will irritate uh, Vish the most and he has to write a piece about it later on. Um, I think it, it irritates all of us, doesn't it? It does, it How does irritate you. Entertain it. it. It does, but also I just find it quite exciting. I find it quite funny when like a player I think it's an instance where you realise players pay attention less to certain parts of the sport than than we do. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It's like when cricket's,
0: cricket's bad for that, yeah. Cricketers specifically are bad for that, yeah.
1: Exactly. And so if for those who aren't aware, yesterday after the match Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum went to match referee Jeff Crow and wanted clarification over Zach Crawley's dismissal.
0: We'll stop there for a second. Okay. Have you seen the photo? Yes. If they knocked on your door and they said, sorry, can we have a word? You would jump out of the bathroom, wouldn't
1: you? Are you saying it looks terrible?
0: I because of just the height and McCullum's doing the talking and Ben Stokes is just standing there not <laughs> saying a word <laughs> there's a bit of heavies about it I
1: thought you were talking about like, the photo of the, the image of the DRS of the Hawkeye no
0: no no I mean of uh, them having the conversation with Jeff Crowe it is remarkable match,
1: yeah. there was a peep behind the curtain me and Stefan from the BBC were walking over to do the interview and um, I was obviously I'm doing some work for TalkSport and this is kind of first match on, on, the, on the job and we saw Ben Stokes and McCollum having a chat with Jeff Crowe and I kind of went to Stefan and I went, that's news, isn't it? News is happening right now. And he was like, yeah, like we, we're going to have to ask him about this. And it turns out they basically, the imaging had shown that it was going to miss the stumps, but actually the numbers said it was fine and it was just a kind of... OK, so it was a pixel, it was a frame thing. And I think for yes, that reason, yeah. it's actually... I don't really know what England are complaining about.
0: They're complaining about the mock-up, which isn't the point, <laughs> basically, isn't it? The mock-up yeah. is there to rightly make the whole thing a little easier to understand you know you don't want to just throw up graphs statistics one of the most important things about statistics and projections yes is being able to tell someone else what they mean you know yeah, yeah. it's all about the presentation and statistics otherwise there are just things that you're working out and you're not able to relate to anyone else which is why that mock-up exists and it's why the dimensions of the mock-up as as they are you know, when they talk about, oh, the sums look a bit bigger. There. It's just because it's easier to look at. Yeah. That's and it's easier to that. compute. That's, that's why. The thing that has gone in England's favour with regards to the argument or regards, regards to their grumbling is that it seems to be that they've admitted that the picture was, picture was, wrong, was yeah. incorrect. Which is fine. The
1: decision wasn't wrong,
0: but, but even, the picture was wrong
1: but even the picture doesn't look like that wrong no I don't think so either like when um, you, apparently you can see a bit we of the can gloom. say that here because yeah.
0: neither of them two are here Chef <laughs> so Crowe though but uh, I think you know what
1: oh it probably those nerds in there
0: let, oh let no, me a yeah, have a word with them hide chat. me
1: um, okay so I think we can draw a line on that we'll move on from the DRS um, it's
0: actually what, last word on it it is actually quite straightforward okay and I think the reason it rumbles on is because you know we, we spoke to McCullum today and he talked about that which is coming out at midday later um, and people have this conversation on social media and all the old clips get thrown up and this that, and the other and statistics about who benefits more from umpire's call or whatever but that's why it rumbles on the actual thing itself the actual problem the mistake yeah is nothing
1: and it's also odd i think so to add another thing it used to be a case that umpires called existed to protect the technology because it was like there's a technology has a margin for error so if well, it,
0: it's did both, but it did both didn't it but the technology had a margin for error and it was quite a neat way of giving the you know still the umpire still retaining a degree of yes. important power
1: but I think now more than it was previously it exists for that latter purpose of keeping the umpires some kind of uh, responsibility within the role because I think Hawkeye themselves are pretty confident that it's not 10 years ago anymore it's not a case that oh if it's clipping the stump that means it might have actually been missing now it's a case that no 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 like if you do get rid of umpire school and do just have it that the stumps are effectively half of some people side bigger what role does the umpire play anyway we've just spoken to brendan mccullum um and we're kind of looking forward to it towards the test match he's decided that he agrees with ben stokes because that umpire school should be scrapped on the basis that ben said it and he doesn't actually care <laughs> so which is he did say that didn't he yeah he did say that and yeah, he was like I'm i don't really, really last, know yeah. don't care um and we're looking at it to a kind of ranchy and england's i think let's let's have a little zoom in on johnny bear so he had i'm going to describe his test match as bad Faced seven balls.
0: Norton four. Not and four. Yeah, I, I,
1: I think so. Anyway, and also the four runs went through point. It should have been one or or dots. But he's dis- been dismissed two times in seven deliveries, and it, it looks that, looks right. He got out first time. I think the thing I find most worrying about Beresow, he got out first innings defending and went right. Fuck that. To let's a good go, ball. To a very good, very ball. good ball from Koldeep. And then he's gone right. Let's go. Let's launch the attack. Went for the sweep against Shadeja and he's and got out that way as well. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Is his place under threat? Um, can you see a spot where Dan Lawrence comes in?
0: Well, I, I suppose we can answer that with, I, I suppose, quite equivocally, really. um, equivocally on, w- I don't w- know, really, whatever the proper word yeah. for that is, Words. that because McCollum basically said that he anticipates Biesta will will yeah. start the Ranchi Test, so, so there's that. I think it's an easier thing for him to say because Harry Brooks not here.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Um, and then obviously the even in that world, Harry Brooke is already playing, so you know it's not quite a, you know, if and but as it were. But I suppose the other thing is the drop, the perceived drop off between Beresford and Lawrence is such that you know, and, and it might not be not be much to to you and I or anyone mm. watching there, but. Dan Lawrence is still a, p- a person with potential. Yeah. And best they've seen firsthand what he does in their environment, um, playing in a way that he has absolute clarity in his role. And clarity being the operative word. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because that summer that he, he played with um, you know, Stokes for the first time as captain, that 2022 summer, Ben Folkes was keeper. Yeah. And, you know, I was just looking up today, before the series started, Stokes said, well, you know, Folks is going to keep and I want to get Johnny focusing entirely on batting. And because I was thinking about the Ashes, in my head I was like, you know, there's the, the recency bias of the Johnny Bear so things. Oh yeah, taking the gloves away from yeah. him. He loves, loves keeping. Wonder what effect that has on him. Go back a year before and it's like, well, it has a pretty fucking good effect <laughs> on him, actually. And I suppose that's what they try to return to. and And maybe actually that's what they're going to focus a little bit more on in the days between now and the Ranchi test because i think will mcpherson in the in the mcconnell round table made the point of you know Besto didn't actually start that summer all that well and it was only really a trent bridge when he went wild yeah and, you know those two centuries in you know, in the match against india at Edgbaston as well that all comes from just him feeling a bigger part of it you know jonathan mark Besto, mark with a c all that kind of stuff um so yeah I like he doesn't look great. This is his fourth tour of India, by the way. He only played yeah. one one match in his uh, first tour in 2012. But, you know, the numbers aren't great. He's averaging 25 overall. He's averaging, what, 17 here now. I just... The one thing you could say is basically what you've already said, in that he got out defending the first innings. He went too far the other way, and he just decided he was going to sweep a ball that wasn't quite there for sweeping uh, in the second. It just needs to be a bit more... Honestly, a bit more himself, like his best self. And I suppose you can say that about anyone, you can say that about you and I, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. I think like what I worry about if, if England were to get rid of Bairstow is they have this whole, like, don't get too high, don't get too low mantra. I don't think that extends to him. I think he would get quite... If you, you've taken the gloves off him and then after three tests of being, hey, Johnny, you're the batter, you're like, oh, you're not that for us anymore either. It's a long way back from that position to be from where he was as England's keeper batter, kind of the guy scoring five centuries and in consecutive innings or matches or whatever it was, 98 tests, this should have been, the the, the finale of this series should be 100 tests, scoring 100, winning a series for England and India, to them being to a place where you're out of the side and then Harry Brick comes back into the summer and he's back in the wicket keeping scenario. I don't think we'll reach that point because I think they will just stick with him. I think I can't, as you said, there is Johnny Bairstow is on a bad three-test run out of a 98-test career, and the option the option B is Dan Lawrence averaged 29 from 11 test matches. Like, are you going to get that much more out of Lawrence than an out of form Bairstow? That especially if you back Bairstow in. Anyway, let's move on to. I want to talk a little bit about. I saw some comments about our friend and colleague Jim Wallace wrote a piece for the Guardian where basically said, I love baseball. I hate the kind of rhetoric and the eulogising that kind of goes around it and he was referring in particular or I might be putting words in his mouth there surrounding when Ben Duckett spoke to the press after day whatever it was and kind of took credit for Joy well and was like I think other like we should be thanked for other players playing this way the more the better we have to the more runs we have to chase the better
0: Do so, he, so he was he was disagreeing with Duckett was not he?
1: Yes, he was disagreeing with Duckett. Ah, wow,
0: okay. I mm. know. Oh, but,
1: but we I I, I think uh, again, the second name check of the show, Will McPherson, he said something which I think I agreed with where I think Ben Duckett, he says all these things with a smile on his face. Do you think England and Duckett in particular, whoever, believe what they're saying, or is it just kind of a case of like, hey, this is this is this is the way we're rolling with this?
0: So let's take let's take Duckett first. I think Duckett is someone who is very comfortable in his skin. He, A, knows the value of his words, and he B, and B, he knows the value of press conferences, which for a player is zilch, essentially,
1: yeah. yeah? Yeah.
0: He does his job, he goes and bats, he's batting very well, goes and scores 150, does a press conference maybe 24 hours late when England, you know, shit the bed. Oh, 100%, yeah. And then he just decides to talk, and as soon as he walks out of that press conference, I can almost guarantee he's forgotten everything he said in there, because it doesn't matter because yeah. fundamentally it doesn't matter gives us a couple of hundred words hey, you're not meant unless, to tell
1: people that man yeah
0: but but, like, yeah. but let's be real about this yeah. I also think you know if you, if you look at the way he is on social media he's quite filter free I think he is genuinely someone who without you know the risk of repeating myself knows what's important knows what's not yeah. if people are going to shit on him about that fine it's obviously nonsense but I think it was delivered as yeah. in part as a bit of nonsense in terms of the general rhetoric which you referred to in Jim Wallace's piece which I think missed the point actually oh. because, because as with any as with any sport whether it's uh, trust the process which yeah. you know a big thing with Arsenal and I love processes or or any kind of spiel you know the um, the three pillars of Morgan's white ball team Got, in yeah. the dressing room with an audience of 15 this is incredible yeah to the outside world bollocks it's essentially you know what to put it down to you know you see those instagram reels of people talking about being millionaires yeah. and they're like what you need is you need seed money of about half a million and everyone's just like nodding being like yeah of no, course good point, now yeah. in that room everyone thinks they make an absolute sense but everyone believes it and it and it contributes to a hustle of sorts yeah on an instagram reel the comments everyone everyone watching it are like you're fucking idiots you're utter fucking idiots and they don't care because it doesn't matter it's about like what they perceive as getting in the right mindset then it shouldn't even really those things shouldn't even really be a podcast in the same way that I think if England want to avoid this and I don't think really think they care again but if they want to avoid it they've got to find a better way of relaying it because sometimes it does sound absurd yeah the more the whole point of chasing in cricket is
1: to chase as few as possible
0: exactly yeah runs the more the better it's not a thing (laughs) What we've discovered in Rangi, the more the better. Ice cream, yes. Yes, Runs,
1: correct. No, no, in Court, even. Um, so what we're saying here is, or what cool. you're saying to be, to be more precise, is that Basball and Brendan McCollins kind of like Andrew Tate's hustler university, getting people in, signing in, and when they're outside. No, yeah, you I, said it. I, it I would say,
0: well, I'd say, I'd say it's more the kind of the people who've made it, yeah. telling the people, basically trying to bestow that kind of advice when it's like it doesn't quite work for everyone
1: else. Is it? I'm getting a sense of kind of like. Um, the second million's easier than the first million because you already have a million to play with so you're talking to a room full of elite athletes it's like Oh lads you're really good just skip down the wicket and whack it back over yeah. their heads yeah. and you're like brilliant why do not I ever thought of that and then we we're all kind of all in the outside morons uncoordinated and we're like that sounds insane you know you're like
0: you, you've you written this about F1 before but like you want to accelerate into a corner yeah, yeah. I wouldn't advise anyone here to do that
1: <laughs> they do to be fair and they still okay. do it anyway we're gonna move the ad read most important and my personal favorite part of the show this you're gonna fucking love this by the way Uh, genuinely because i think as a a concept as a thing to purchase and enjoy it might be up your street anyway this is as ever is brought to you by london westfield london stratford city no that's just a place london stratford city's place westfield london westfield stratford city google it right going to the gym is not for everyone sorry
0: how much do they pay for that
1: way too much and so remarkable but actually it, it, the more you muck it up the more time gets spent on the adverse good There's point
0: a bit... and, I, and I've prolonged
1: that exactly going to the gym is not for everyone it is for gym not for me I'm more of a calisthenics man uh, maybe you're two, sp- weeks. <laughs> two weeks maybe you're not sure where to start maybe you want to spend your free time surrounded by gym bros maybe you don't want others to be embarrassed when they see the two Burmese pythons you call arms glistening with sweat as you pass your 1000th bicep curl That's where the PT pods come in. PT pods are a private workout space you can book by the hour. And while that may sound something like from a lads weekend in Amsterdam, they're the perfect flexible workout space for the modern world. PT pods are private, open 24 hours a day, bookable from as cheap as £16 an hour and include virtual PT sessions weights mats and Bluetooth speakers and if that's not enough you can book an in-person PT or use it as as a space to run your own PT sessions from download the PT pods app today to get started and there are two pods at Westfield London so you can work up a sweat on your next visit would you like to go to a PT pod that is actually
0: with all the sincerity in the world that is a really good idea
1: yeah exactly that, that I is told really, really you I knew you'd level. like it I knew you like booking things by the hour right Ben Stokes bowling is he going to have a roll- is he going to have a roll?
0: I, I said this from the start he's definitely going to bowl he can't help himself he literally, the he, man cannot help himself
1: I cannot go but the man he said in public he said this he said this to people with journalists with microphones I pinky promised right it's a good one that one <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I pinky promised my physio I wouldn't bowl awful sentence horrible and then less than a week later, I'm dead set this has only become a story because Graeme Swan asked him on TV, and I, know I, I would put my house, not that I own one, on the fact that Swan just hadn't read that interview and was like, oh, are you going to have a bowl?
0: I, I, I think what actually... Certainly would tipped it more as a possibility to me... Like I, 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 I thought he'd bowl this series purely because it's just something he does. It's just yeah. what he does! Um... Although he hadn't been doing it for a while, um, seen him bowl during the morning. Well, you know, ahead of play yeah. this week, he's been bowling properly. Yeah, and he's quite been good, looking at it. good. In part, he's been looking good because the other bowlers bowling alongside him, who were in the match, had been out there for about 300 overs. Yeah. But he was looking good, and he was sending it, sending it down and you know landing it on the spot. I actually thought, and this is more for me. I actually thought maybe he'd have to like you know re-remember the tactical side of it you know he's worked out the physical side of it and then there comes that period where hitting the same length or you know whatever else that you know the bounces which, you know, which he often does like that would take a bit more you know getting up to speed but he said he's been bowling at 100% he's not ruled it out yeah um, I think it'd be incredibly vile not least because what we saw during his test was in the second inning in particular when it was reverse swinging and Markwood was knackered Jimmy was reverse swinging it and they were just about manage- they were just about coping because they yeah. could play it later than they need to play. Mark Wood, Stokes' best spells for England have been when it's reverse swinging. There's something about his action, the way he falls over to um, to his left as a right-arm bowler over the wicket, and properly kind of <laughs> almost boomer like yeah. pushes it in. No one else really does that. Mark Wood does it um, by lowering his arm. Jimmy does it because Jimmy's amazing. Stokes does it and gets to going late by by basically tilting and angling. Um, like this. And if we can get to that point, then brilliant. Ironically, the only time we might do it is down the where it's like 10 degrees centigrade. And so probably won't reverse as much because the grass is going to be a bit lusher.
1: I, my prediction, my guess, I think it's going to be too, uh, the forbidden fruit of bowling is going to become too like much to bear. I think England make two changes for Ranchi. I think Boomer rested. India make a pitch that's going to spin more. I don't think either Anderson or Wood are going to be able to play. And I think they bring Ollie Robinson in as a sole seamer. They bring Shoa Bashir back in as a third spinner on a spinning wicket. And Ben Stokes then can't help himself and acts as the second seamer. So that can't
0: help himself is you look at that team on paper and you think could do with a
1: seamer. oh yeah. that's me <laughs> yes that's exactly what i'm saying yeah. exactly yeah. that um last point uh, joe root um brendan mccullum unsurprisingly uh, oh, that sounded kind of facetious um backed him in kind of the quote i've got in front of me i mean seriously um well oh, he said crikey somewhere oh well uh, i mean seriously the law of averages suggests he'll fill his boots in the next two i think there's some concern that he's having to bowl so much his hands hurt But you asked Brendan at the end, you were like, is he good to go? He said yes. Um, It wasn't even
0: so much good to go. Like, he took a couple of blows, and then, you know, it's your bottom hand as a right-handed batter, like is it all right and
1: they were like yeah it's fine get scooping right I think that's enough for today Uh, me and Vish will be back with you after the Ranchi Test when it's going to be two all set up for a thriller the views are going to be through the roof it's going to be really exciting I'm going to have another uh, ad read to give to you until then Adam and Jeff or Jeff and Barrett will be back with the weekly show the story time there's loads coming your way on the final word catch you then
0: Centrist. Sorry if I ran to empty, Wrote this so you know what I meant here I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell